0: All right, yo.
1: Let's do it. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get into it. So welcome to episode 48 of the Ground Host Podcast. I'm your host, Edwin Cabrera, a.k.a. Steady Eddie. Um, the other side is my homie, Chris Martin, a.k.a. Krita.
0: Yo, uh, just real quick before we get into today's episode, uh, as always, like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It helps us out a lot. Um, also, if you want to buy some merch, we have a new merch store. Uh, it's grindhouse.store. I'm also wearing a yeah, the version of the hoodie. Uh, but yeah, definitely buy some merch. Uh, hopefully we'll have some merch up there of some of your favorite artists. Uh, so yeah, let's get into today's episode.
1: All right, so I, w- I wanted to start just as a rehash for what we talked about on the last sidebars. So this will probably be a shorter episode. Uh, we're just kind of just free-balling it. We actually had a guest cancel on us, so... Um, we just had to just throw another sidebars in there. Um, but I wanted to recap a a conversation we had last week talking about, uh, the hip hop tribune, um, and also the merch store thing. I just want to revisit that just so like we have it more in the beginning of the podcast rather than on the last podcast when that was more of like a, at the end kind of thing. Um, so just, if you haven't heard, if you haven't listened to the last podcast, I talked about, um, this new feature that we're working on, on our website Um, And it's essentially, you know, there's only so many guests we can have on the podcast and there's only so many things that we can cover on the podcast. Um, If you're ever interested at all in like, you know, sending me, forwarding us anything that we think might be worth covering on the podcast, feel free to do that. Um, But um, there's specifically a part of our website that we've been focusing on, like developing some sort of like a blog type um, thing. And we figured just because it's the two of us, I'll be writing some blogs, but I also wanted to take it in a different direction and, and really wanted to focus the blogs coming from artists rather than you know bloggers writing about artists. That way we get, we get a, 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 just a different side of the whole blogging thing. Rather than me just talking about what everybody else is listening to, take us behind the scenes and let us know what's really happening. And I feel like that's the kind of direction I want the blog to go in where we're actually getting more insight because the person writing the blog is the artist themselves rather than you know some blogger who's you know just listening to the same music everyone is yeah
0: um, and you also might see like obviously like we might write some stuff yeah on on, stu- on you know artists and whatnot but um but yeah, we want it to be sort of like um basically cultivated by artists or in and honestly just people in the in the scene too um if you're interested in. Running, uh article definitely hit us up
1: yeah so you can hit me up at edwin at groundhouse um and just send me whether it's like you have the article already written whether you want to just pitch me an idea that you have um just just reach out to me and then we can let's work something out because i'd love to get more artists especially the ones that like we we generally try to interview artists from this you know area lynn Boston, Brockton, like anywhere in this vicinity or just Massachusetts in general, um, every now and then we'll venture, venture out. But like, we can't cover all artists and we can't cover like every scene in every state. Um, so if, every now and then we'll have like somebody from like, you know, just another state in their own scene doing something that reach out to us. Um, and because it's not really like our our followership is mostly local. Um, so, you know, it's just like, depending on how good their music is, it's either yes or it's like, or you see that it's probably a no, but sometimes it's, you know, we'll see. Um, oh, yeah. But I figured like just having a section of our site, that's not really like dependent on any sort of like um, anything other than content, you know, we can, we can now start getting artists. If you're following us and you're from, you know, I'd like to know if we have any you know followers from non Massachusetts area. So hit us up if you are, cause that, that's, that would be really cool to know. Um, but this just gives an opportunity for everybody, no matter where you're from to sort of like, you know, you know, if you want to hit, you know, the Lynn Boston niche and you want to send your work and you're from like Texas or something like that, but you like, you know, you follow us, you know what we do and you have good music and you want to just make a post about who you are and, and, and whatever it is that you're trying to like write about. It could be anything. It literally could be anything. It could be about your music process. It could be about your life and what that looked like and how you turn to music as, as, as something that, you know, can really like you can find a path in and, and follow. It could be anything. Um, but like just allowing that to exist on our website, I feel like just opens the horizons for more artists to, um, to just get, you know, known out there. Um, so like I said, Edwin at groundhouserecordings.com. If you're interested in, um, blogging, um, submitting your blog for, uh, placement on groundhouse.store.
0: Cool. And, and obviously I, I talked a little bit about this last week, um, giving a, you know, a resource for artists to sell merch. Um, so, we you know, if you're an artist and, and you want to be able to sell some merch, but you don't have the time or resource to do it, um, we have a store, obviously, um, and I want to build stores within Grindhouse. So, um, you know, if you're interested in doing that, uh, definitely hit me up, uh, hit us up in the DM. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, we currently have uh, – I'll wait to to make any sort of official announcement. I hate to announce things before they actually, you know, yeah. are, like, laid out. But, you know, we do have um, some artists that we're already working with that we're excited to, you know, to release some of their stuff. So um, be on the lookout because we're definitely, you know, adding yeah. more merch to the groundhouse. House, um, you know, yeah. groundhouse store.
0: It will definitely be the place to go to get your hip-hop merch from yeah. your favorite artists, so – um. Yeah, so looking forward to it.
1: Cool. Um, so I know you, let's talk about, actually, let's talk about uh, surreal real quick, because I know you yeah. watch, we both watched the video together. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know, I, I can't remember how often we brought up Serial, um, on the podcast, and I just wanted to bring him up now because um, he's been making really good music for a, a, a pretty long time now. Um, he dropped a project that I really liked in 2018, um, Blank Slate. And, um, you know, we haven't discussed, I mean, just because that was, that was released before we even started the podcast. I haven't had a chance to cover that yet, but that's a really good project. If you haven't, if you don't know Suriel, he's from Lynn. Um, If you haven't listened to Blank Slate yet, go listen to that. It's great. Um, But he recently dropped um, an EP slash short film called uh, What More Can I Say? Uh, And I was actually really impressed with a lot of things uh, in that. But I'll, uh,
0: i I love the short film idea i think that's yeah. fucking dope um not a lot of people do it um i i think it should be done more honestly yeah. but i agree um yeah super cool idea
1: i like that the not only was it a good idea but it was executed like in my opinion just perfectly I oh for sure film, like i like that it, it it's really like it kind of just takes you behind the scenes a little bit in terms of somebody who's like you know, just like pensive and in their own, you know, mind about, you know, what they're going through. And, and, and yeah. you know, I think that that the camera work in that video really made me kind of feel, you know, engage with that. Like, I'm in, I'm kind of like in his shoes, kind of feeling what he's feeling. Um, and the, just the production quality itself, like it looked great. Like, it just looked like a great video. Um, I love the shots. I love, like, I, you know, I love the hospital shots also. Yeah. Um, you know he you know it, and it's based on something that actually happened to him so i feel like just that level of like realness allows you know potential fans if they don't know who he is they get to not only do they hear the music but they actually get to know him a little bit more because he takes us behind the scenes and shows us you know who he is and 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 just a little bit about you know what yeah. it's like you know to go through what he, he's he's been through so yeah. i love the short film idea and i think he executed it flawlessly
0: yeah no i i loved it um do we, do we know who directed it?
1: Uh, I can look it up. I can look it up, but I uh, I'm not. I forgot the name. talk my head. Let me just look it up real quick. Uh, talk talk away while I'm looking it up. Um, but so
0: yeah, man. I I I think it's a really awesome idea, and honestly, his rollout was great too with it. Um, I think I saw that like people, they got like uh, like packages like with like a shirt and um, some other stuff in there too. Um, so I feel like the marketing for it was great. Um, I, I love seeing that sort of guerrilla style marketing. Um, yeah. Shout out to, you know, his team, him and his team for, for rolling that out.
1: Uh, yeah. I didn't even know about that. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's always good. Like a tangible, like gift is like I think that like that that leaves a like a lasting impression on people and, and also putting it on a t shirt and giving it to somebody it's like it's like they're like a walking billboard for your release essentially so
1: yeah all right let me jump to the end of this video to see if we get to one second. <laughs> I actually because I'm remembering now I actually don't um and hopefully maybe possibly we can get on the podcast and and we can talk more about this video um and just more about his music in general but also find out who shot that video because I don't actually think I see um any credits um on who shot it and edited it but uh we'll get that because I want to know that that was really well done and uh just shout out to whoever did shoot it because it it looked awesome and it really kind of took us behind the scenes and um, you know, like that, you know, seven days before him performing and opening up at, uh, you know, at the Middle East. I thought that was a really cool concept. I'd like to see more of that. I think um, I've talked to artists about doing more of that stuff because I feel like, especially with like Lin Hip Hop, there's a lot of like really cool behind the scenes shit that should be recorded and put out there for people to see. And if you can package it up as a rollout, yeah. all the more power to you. You know, it doesn't, you know, you can use, you know, real shit like that and, and, and you know, push, you know, your record or your EP you know, and also taking us behind the scenes to get to know, you know, who you are more, um, you know, it's about the music obviously, but it's also just about people getting to know who you are because the more they get to feel like they know you, I feel like the closer they get to, to just your music. Um, and so, you know, shout out to Suriel and his team for like just being cognizant of that and, and, um, you know, playing to that. Um, and I hope that that's kind of a, a new trend also in, in, uh, you know, just in one hip hop where we get more behind the scenes, look at shit like that. And then more films, like more short films like that, where we can uh, get to know a little bit of the story behind, you know, this song or this rapper and what they went through. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely. Definitely dope. And uh, check that, check it out. So,
1: so I know you didn't listen to this, uh, but I have to talk about it because I kid you not the new Busta Rhymes album, is album of the year i kid you not i'm convinced i don't care i've heard the benny the butcher album i know it's a good album i know it was considered album of the year before that um before that who was before that who they say was album of the year? i know i think maybe they think said Tommy Tom the machine
0: i would say yeah.
1: they said um, that was the best album I, I agree it was a really good album i i really liked the Nas album i thought that was a really good album yeah. um just go down the list. I think uh, there's a lot of really good albums. I think Spillage Village, mm-hmm. you know, you can throw in there because their album was really good. But the Busta Rhymes album is like I don't unreal. even know
0: it drops.
1: It is an instant classic. I kid, it is an instant classic. Go listen to it now because like th- there's so many, the production value on this album is through the roof. It is absolutely through the roof. It like... There's no way you can sit down and listen to like any of the songs on the album and not want to like Bob your head, like Mm. aggressively. Is that good? Um, I can't even say like, and I I've said this a few times for a few other records, but like there's literally so many good songs on this, on this album that like just saying one song wouldn't be doing, wouldn't do it justice. So I'm just going to go down the list of songs that really stuck out to me as songs that I've been just like, I've listened to the album, probably like, Five times now, and I I started listening to it. I think Saturday, um, damn, it's really good. So, it just in no particular order, the songs that really stood out to me: "Strap Yourself Down." That's like the classic, you know, old school woo-ha Buster Rhymes, um, and it's it's like it's like that like that feeling, but like in a newer sort of like um, environment, I guess, or just a newer sound to it. So that was fantastic. Strap yourself down. Zar, out of my mind, the Belbub Devo um, remix, I guess, or the sample, like, is uh, unreal. And they all transition so well, like from Strap Yourself Down to Zar to Out of My Mind. It like it like it's just like it's just such great sequencing in an album. The album sequ- the, the, the 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 sequencing of songs on this album is another thing. Like the song quality itself is through the roof, but also the sequencing and transition from each song is spectacular.
0: I see uh, Kendrick
1: made it on uh, to Kendrick, that song is definitely one of the best songs on the album. Absolutely. That song is great. Kendrick, Kendrick did like godly Kendrick shit on that song. Like if you listen to it is amazing. And the, the beat itself is very, um, I don't know. I, I don't know how to describe it. The, uh, uh, you know, probably I would say like, it's like a reflective sort of like heavenly triumphant type of uh sound and kanye's uh, i'm sorry kanye kanye has nothing to do with this album um, Kendrick, <laughs> um he comes in first and his like his verse is through the roof fire like it's crazy um and i felt like whoa like busta was like busta and busta is hot on this album like there's no song on this album that isn't good there were some songs that i couldn't care for like didn't care for like the megan the stallion song megan the stallion like i i wasn't really feeling that song that well Um, that's probably one of the few songs that I just really like just skipped Uh, but overall like every song Busta was like rapping his ass off Um, with this song Kendrick like went first and he just like annihilated it so I was really curious to see what Busta can do on this track with Kendrick and just to see just you know the new God MC and the, the old God MC who's still at the top of his game and I don't. I couldn't say one washed the other or one was better than the other. I think they both really complemented it well and and did something different, but also to a high level on the song. Um, The song I'm talking about is Look Over Your Shoulder or Look... Yeah, Look Over Your Shoulder. And there's like a nice little like Michael Jackson sample in there. Very beautiful song. Definitely one of the better songs on the album, but like there's... This album is riddled with amazing songs. Another song that I really liked and I know a lot of like... uh, Guys out there with like you know uh you know who's like who are co-parenting and and you know every now and then like shit just gets like annoying when you have to like pick up your kid and you know drop off your kid. There's a song for you on this album that like I think is outstanding and I think of my brother when I think of the song just because like you know I know he's a co-parent and he has to go through some of this shit. But the best I can, that song is phenomenal. That song is so it, it like it just feels good. I I completely I love the concept because it's like something that everybody, especially some people um well not not everybody i guess you don't have a kid but people who have children i think will really relate to this song it's a really that's like a grown folk type of rap song right there and, and rhapsody uh, is, is on that record and rhapsody does amazing in that she annihilates that. every feature on this i think like they pretty much annihilated there's not there's like not one bad feature but rhapsody on this did really like she was amazing um and just like how where she took her because there's a there's a concept in this song because they're talking about just like co-parenting and so like you know, you get, like, Rhapsody's yeah. perspective, which is, like, the pain in the ass, like, you know, mom. And then you have, you know, Busta's perspective, which is a, a dad who's just trying to love his son despite being in a relationship with this crazy woman. Um, so I really like just, like, the way that they, like, constructed that that whole song. And I and the skit leading, the, the skit that leads uh, to the song is so fire because it's, like, um, it's, like, a, a conversation between Busta and, like, his baby mom. And, like, it's just, like, the way they, like, that conversation goes down which is like both comedic and also like kind of like empowering because if you're in that situation you can kind of relate to what he's doing and what he's saying and then just the, how it leads into the song is so fucking fire like there's, there's so many good things to talk about this album i can talk all day this album is so fucking good you gotta listen to it
0: yeah definitely uh definitely check it out yeah it's I like i said I, I didn't even know it dropped like i had no idea he had a new record out so um.
1: extension level event two. i don't think i even said the the name of the album extension level event two. this is i would say i gotta go back i haven't gone back and listened to extension level event yet but i need now that i've listened to this album enough i feel like i can now listen to other shit because when i love an album and i know when an album is really good when i'm like i no longer listen to any other music besides that album that's when i know it's an amazing classic album like if i'm I don't care to listen to anything else aside from that album. And I'm playing it from beginning to end. That is a classic. And that's when I know it's a classic. And I think even on his social media, when I posted it to the groundhouse page, like it even like Busta's team is calling it a classic album. So like, they're pretty confident that they, you know, they have a classic it's, for me, it's instant classic. It's just the production alone, the way, and I got to find out, let me see if there's any production credits on the album. I don't think I saw, I was able to see any, um, but the production, man, it was uh, unreal. It's 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 you're gonna have so much fun listening to it because like the sound is like so crazy. The BPMs is, is very high, and then Busta mix with the he, he like goes with the production. So like he like he uses his voice, and it's a classic Busta. He's using his voice along with the production to really heighten that energy. So fucking good.
0: Yeah, I'll definitely definitely check that out.
1: um all right what else we got what
0: what, what else are we talking about um
1: i feel like i had one more thing to, to mention oh uh, what was it no no i mean i'm, I'm talking about in terms of the topic
0: because now yeah. I'm, I'm,
1: i've run out of ideas uh Jay uh critch yes that's what I, that's what i want to talk about yeah um just because we're light on topics today and and like we didn't expect to have a sidebar i'm just like we didn't um we didn't have much topics to talk about so i, I figure we get in the a nice little world star topic so jake critch um there's a nice there's a not nice but there's like a world star um i say world star but it's posted everywhere there's a video of him getting jumped and it seemed like it was it was it was actually a video of him i think he was doing the jumping at first because he was walking in he's out with his little swag he he was ready to get some punches in like he seemed like he
0: looked he was like yeah he
1: was (laughs) he came in like tall skinny like, guy swag like walking in like this and then like he starts throwing punches and then somebody just mollywops him to the side and then after that it, i think it's uh you know it was harder like for escalated him to kind of his, uh, and, yeah you know keep his stance and he kind of went down but uh yeah i guess jake critch got jumped
0: do do we know why like all of that happened
1: no no idea no, no. idea all well, right how would i find out that information
0: cuz you're in the end dude <laughs> You're on Clubhouse, man. I get
1: the same information everybody else is getting. He walks in all cocky, looking to get a little like punch in, throws a punch, and then gets jumped. That's all I know.
0: Well, well, I didn't know if you heard it on Clubhouse or whatever.
1: Oh, thank you. Okay, you reminded me. I know know you wanted
0: to talk about it. I want to transition.
1: transition. Okay, I want to talk about Clubhouse. Because I got some some, uh, pluses and minuses of Clubhouse. I don't think anybody has talked about this yet. So if you don't know what Clubhouse is, if you're in the music industry, you should definitely like just like uh, find out about this app because um, uh, it's very good for that. Pretty much Clubhouse is like the Twitter of slash like, I don't know, it's hard to describe. It's, it's like voice, voice Twitter pretty much where like as opposed to like writing shit down, you're kind of like in this conference with a bunch of people and everybody's just like talking about a topic. And so there's different rooms you can jump into with different topics. A lot of the rooms that I've jumped, I, I associate myself because you can follow different people. And it, uh, like, it, like, depending, I feel like on what you're into, there's rooms for that. So a lot of my rooms are typically like, like music industry type rooms, you know, understanding yeah. different aspects of the music industry, some video production stuff also. But I, I haven't seen much of that so far. And, and I want to build that out a little bit more because I'd, I'd like to be more of those rooms. Um, but I do have some feedback because I was actually both, I participated in a, um, you know, in one of those conferences and I also, um, have sat in on, on, on some of them as well. Um, so you only can be invited to clubhouse. It's mad exclusive. It's only, you know, the who's who is invited. I'm just kidding. I don't know how they work it, but like, I, thankfully my boy Damien hooked me up with an invite. I think
0: it's still in like beta.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, So thank you Damien for the, uh, for the invite, but like, um, pretty much like, what I love about the app is I sat in on a room. So there was a few rooms I sat in. Like one of them was like an A and R room where I got to sit in with people who are like in like the music industry, like in working for big labels and independent labels, like well-known independent labels. Um, and they're talking about essentially you're hearing like free consult, uh, consult, you know, career consultation if you're trying to get in the music industry. Because you people are talking about like shit that typically you would have to attend a conference to like find out more about you know, like, this is not the stuff that, like, is, is sitting around the internet somewhere, um, you know, in an article, or in a blog for you to find out, like, this is just shit that, like, you know, people have a conversation about, and you get to get more insight on, on like, what it's like to work in the music industry as an a r as somebody who, who, like, pushes records and stuff like that, and I was, like, I sat in, and, you know, especially when it's a good conversation, it's hard to leave the room, you know, because it's, like, oh, man, like, I want to hear all this, but sometimes, like, it literally, like, those rooms can last a long time so you're like in there for like an hour plus just like sitting by your phone like this just like listening to a conversation (laughs) um but the conversations can be very fruitful and that's like the very the plus side of it on the negative side of it and i've only participated in one room so far but my feedback on it is like um it depending on the people in that room the conversations can really like I guess I'm only speaking on like a, a like a video production level. Like like the room I was in is like video production related, and and it really kind of turned into like, it was supposed to be about the quality of videos to like really kind of get an artist like uh you know views, but it then turned into like this like weird like you know, fancy cameras versus like cell phone footage conversation, and yeah. I'm like like I like it wasn't like what I was hoping the conversation would would turn into. Like, I pretty much, like, I remember saying, like, one comment where it was just, like, you know, you can use, like, you know, uh, a friend who can, like, just shoot a video for you on your iPhone, but, like, is that quality better than somebody who's, like, an experienced filmmaker, you know, with, like, a, a, a crew budget, uh, you know, and, and, the, and the ability to do it, and also the equipment to do it, and then somebody kind of took offense to the fact that I said, like, iPhone, shoot a video on the iPhone, and they were, like, you know, oh, I shoot, amazing shit on the iPhones. Like, I'm not saying that about, you can't shoot amazing shit on the iPhone. What I was saying is like, you know, like you got to think about the kind of quality of work you're putting into it. But regardless the conversation, because it was like, there's a lot of people in the room and, and, you know, you want everybody a chance to talk. Like it just became like a whole quality of like, you know, I think, you know, it, it, I felt like they were just kind of shitting on like actual filmmaker like not actual, I shouldn't say actual filmmaker, but like they were shitting on like people who will like take, quality video seriously i i wasn't like that conversation was not like i don't i don't have enough time in my day to like sit there and have a conversation about why shooting a good video is important to an artist it's like that should be a no-brainer but people were literally like well the sound needs to be good like the video doesn't matter I was like no the, the sound obviously needs to be good but the video also is important as well so yeah. um I, just being in that conversation and like wanting to kind of like leave the room <laughs> but you're like <laughs> the main like you know
0: you perform- kind of started
1: the <laughs> yeah, so, yeah I didn't start it with my friend Damien that started but like you uh, know I, I I know after a while I was just like all right I don't I don't know that I'm not enjoying this conversation because like I don't want to have this like it's just a conversation Like, I, I like I've had like it's just a conversation that at some point you get past because you that that conversation is like one of the first conversations you have when you start making films is like, oh, I can shoot something on a, on a lower quality camera. It could still be good, of course. But like shooting something of quality, you know, makes shooting a good content better. You know, you want to layer the quality. And so that's one aspect of, of, of making good content. Anyway, I'm off on a tangent, but that's pretty much my pros and cons. You can find rooms that you're in that's amazing. You find out great information and then you can find some rooms where like it just, depending on the people there like the conversations can be you know yay or nay all right i'm punching in totally forgot to talk about gully boy so uh i actually watched this film this past weekend um called gully boy it's an indian hip-hop film um it's like a it's it's bollywood hip-hop it's fucking sick um pretty much the story is very similar oddly similar to the process shout out to jake Faye. so if you've seen the process like this film is pre- the indian version of the process essentially so um the plot is like you got this like an in indian india itself i always thought would be a great place for hip-hop to to um marinate and to, to to grow because i i was i got the Great opportunity to be in India last year. I traveled to India and got to see it firsthand. The poverty there is insane. Most people are poor and then you have um, very little in between and then you have like super like rich people. So there's like a, there's a lot of wealth and then there's a lot of poor and there's very little in between. Um, You know, kind of like what's happening here in America only like way worse. Um, And so, you know, when I think of a place like that with a large population of impoverished people um, and disenfranchised people, I think about, a, a, you know, mu- like hip hop music being like a great, um, you know, uh, soundtrack to that. Cause that, that's where hip hop was birthed. That's the sound and the elements that hip hop was birthed in. Um, and so um, I'm glad to see that, that Indian hip hop has been growing. And it, um, I saw this this documentary actually last year about, um, uh, you know, gully hip hop um, in India. And like, it was, yeah, it, it just had started like it's still like fairly new hip-hop over in India but they're they're doing more and more and people are actually like having like you know beatbox like like you know battles and ciphers and like they're really kind of getting into the elements of hip-hop which is awesome um but anyway this movie kind of like is very similar in the process where you have like this guy who's like you know struggling to like you know get out of the situation that he was born in which is like he's you know, born in this caste system where he's like low on the totem pole, he's like a family of servants. And if you're a family of servants, you're expected to be a servant. You're not expected to rise to be something more than that. Um, and so he has to deal with that dynamic, which I think is a pretty popular slash meaningful uh, message in, in Indian cinema is just like that, like, you know, caste system expectations and, and, and you know, trying to get away from that. Um, and that's what this character is going through. He's a, He's a, you know, he's a, a servant, I guess he works like he's a driver. He like, just works these like jobs where like he's not really respected or looked at like a regular human being. He's looked at as beneath, like a slave almost. Um, And, you know, he turns to hip hop as an escape. Um, The the movie itself does a really, really good job of like layering all these little subplots that show you the character, that the world that the character lives in, the the conflict that the character is fighting, you know, some of it is himself and some of it is the community. That he's raised in, that expects him to be this way, um, and how he uses hip hop to escape all that. Phenomenal movie. I really love the movie. I highly recommend checking it out. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, and what wh- why I say it's very similar to the process is, like, you know how in the pro, like, I don't want to give the process away, like the whole film away, but pretty much like there's a, there's like a small part of the plot is like Nas is like doing a uh a contest where the the, op- the winner of this contest opens for nas and that like gully boy has the same kind of thing where like nas is doing this contest for like you know uh hip-hop in india whatever like that and gully boy i don't want to give the ending away but that's the contest that gully boy is trying to get so that he can win this money to be able to like make all his problems go away essentially but like uh the movie itself is very heartfelt It i think it really captures the element of the the foundation of what hip-hop is and where it was birthed from and uses it and and shines it in in the lens of indian culture um so i highly recommend checking out that film cool
0: i'll definitely have to check that out cool uh is there anything else you want to talk about
1: um no i think that's it that's all i got
0: yeah okay all right well It's the end of this episode. Uh, If you want, uh, buy some merch, uh, like, subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, and, yeah. Peace.
1: Peace.